from the PSIA ASI Satellite Studios in Hood River, Oregon. I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair. And today we are chatting with Peggy Hiller, CEO of Professional Ski Instructors of America, American Association of Snowboard Instructors. Peggy, I love your monthly update. Thanks so much for doing this. Oh, you're welcome. It's a pleasure. Now, we've got, uh, we're actually going to make this one into a, like a three-part series, I'm thinking, or at least two. Um, we're going to be talking about the survey that was sent out to the membership. Correct. Yes, I, I would love to uh, use this platform to let people know about what we heard from that member survey. We conducted it or opened it up uh, last spring, kind of March, um, and we got the results back in kind of middle of May. And I think if you're completing a survey, it's good to hear um, what we are learning from that survey, as well as knowing that uh, we do take those survey responses as really critical for the direction of where we want to go. Well, first question, how was the response? Actually, we had a great response this year, uh, which I was super pleased about because the larger response rate, the better picture we get of um, our members and our members' opinions. So we had our highest in five years. Um, we had over 8,800 uh, individual respondents out of our roughly 33,000 memberships. So that's a really good um, representation of our uh, members and we had really good representation across all of our geographic regions throughout the country too and um, our members who are current on their um, CEUs and active were, were the predominant respondents as well so that's a real good depiction of this being super valuable data for us. What's kind of the motivation for someone to fill out a survey? Because, you know, it seems so often that we really hear back from people when there's more of a complaint or if something is just stellar. Um, that was a really a good, good response on this survey. Yeah, we had done a, a few more things this year uh, with our survey. We, we shortened it for one um, to try to make it be less impactful on somebody's time. So it, it was a shorter survey. We, we did some incentives this year, too. Um, full disclosure, we dangled some carrots for some um, gear to win, one being um, we gave away a snowboard as well as a pair of skis from some of our um, important suppliers. So that helped, and then we, we really um, – tried different methodologies to get the word out about the survey using some text messaging even for some some of the segments of our membership. So it, it really worked. paid off this year. Now we're going to cover a few of the questions today. One was, uh, would you recommend uh, joining PSIA to a friend? What was the response like on that? Yes, that's a really important question. Probably a lot of the listeners know that when you ask that question about how likely are you to recommend um, an organization or a, a business to um, a fellow friend or someone who is considering it, that's what gives you a um, rating known as a net promoter score. You ask that question, um, giving the respondents the option to answer with one being uh, not likely at all to 10 being extremely likely. And there's a lot of research around this particular question as well as using that 10-point scale. And it gives you this net promoter score. Um, 
And the theory goes that uh, for folks who respond to the question and they rate it with a nine or a 10, so extremely likely range, um, those are considered your kind of raving fans of your organization or your business. And um, we have, we received this year um, over just doing my math real quick, over 50% respondents in that category of our membership, you know, those 8,800 people, which is great. But then the rest of the um, uh, theory around asking this question is people who give you a seven or eight grade on that um, are really your, your, what are considered kind of your, your passive um, members. And, um, that was a higher percentage of folks than we've gotten in the past. Also, we've um, solicited and gained more respondents this year than we practically, well, we did. We doubled the number of respondents to this survey. So we got a lot more of those folks in, and we had about 30% response for a seven or eight, which does not really help your net promoter score because anybody who rates you at a six or below are considered your detractors. Those are the folks, um, the way this theory works, that might be going out and telling people um, actively not to join, um, in our case, PSI, ASI. So you take those promoters minus the detractors, and that gives you your net promoter score. This year's score for us was a 34.2. And um, that score was um, honestly lower than what we've seen in the past several years. Uh, but I don't think that is surprising because um, we know that these scores decline as we increase our sample size. So I think we got a better picture this year with our larger number of respondents on really how we're doing. I will let you know I'm not, you know, 34.2 is not a negative score, which it is possible with this net promoter score system that you could be in the negatives. So we're not in the negatives, but I am striving and I know um, many others of, uh, across our or leadership of our organization are striving to really boost that net promoter score. And it gives us a really good picture of what we um, should be doing and providing value to our members and making it really the best experience for our members um, as possible. I look forward to seeing that number go up in uh, our August 2024 update. There we go. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah, I really also love these next three that we're going to be reviewing. One was why join PSIA ASI? Right. That's a great question. Um, this was um, a different kind of grading scale, uh, more of a one through five question scale. And um, we saw overall the results here that uh, this, and this is particularly a question that's posed to our new members. Um, so that we had fewer new members join simply to just obtain certification. And we had more people check the option with the answer to say that they were joining to access career development oh, and educational great. resources. Yeah, so so even broader than just trying to get a certification, which is incredibly important, but um, they really seeing the overall value of our education and development. So that's great when we compare it to last year's ratings on that question. I'm really looking forward to hearing what you say about this next one. Does PSIA, ASI, understand its members? 
So that question was actually phrased, how well does PSIA-ASI understand its members? So that's much better than what I just said. (laughs) (laughs) It's It's a good question. Yeah, it's a really important question for us. Um, And again, this was um, the members had an option to answer from a one through five scale, one being the lowest rating, five being the highest. Um, And this year we received kind of a in the middle score, um, which is about 3.5 is what we got. Um, And I think um, while this is a higher rating than we've gotten from the past few years, just by a, sh- a few decimal points, this is really an, an area that we want to focus on um, because understanding our members will help hone in the value that PSIA ASI can be for the membership. And there's a big um effort, I would say, going on across the whole nationwide organization to really define what we think is the, the best member experience. It's actually what we're calling, uh, we want the goal of providing an experience that our members would consider to be premier for them. Um, and so this is really a, a way for us to kind of gauge how we're doing in our goal of providing that premier member experience or that best member experience. And the last question we're going to go over today is uh, the value of the resources provided by PSIA ASI. Yeah, that's another really good question too. Um, and it was, the question was PSIA ASI provides resources that make it easier um for me in my professional development. And that was the highest rated statement out of this kind of bunch of statements. So again, one through five, we got a 4.2. And that's great to see that we, our members are experiencing the resources that we're putting out for that professional development as hitting the mark. Now, certainly we can grow from 4.2 closer to five, but that is, that's our biggest product, if you will, is um, a resource for being, um, giving professional development and and supporting people in their careers as uh, instructors. Great score. And what are we going to be talking about uh, next month? Yeah, so there's a lot more to kind of dig into with this member survey. Uh, We asked some questions for those who identified themselves as members of uh, snow sports schools, like as managers or directors. Um, So we're going to, I want to talk a little bit more about what we heard from that demographic of folks. And then in um, probably, I think this is a three-part series, I would like to just open it up to the questions that we asked that allowed our members to give us open-ended responses. Um, We got a lot of respondent answers there, over 7,000, so it will be hard to synopsize all the comments we go, but I want to go over some themes um, and what we heard in that area, too. So, please stay tuned. Well, Peggy, thanks so much for taking the time. We really value uh, you joining us for these podcasts. Really enjoy it. Thank you. Oh, 
Thanks uh, to you too, George. And I, I love this way to connect with our membership. So thanks. From the PSI ASI Satellite Studios in Hood River, Oregon, I'm George Thomas.